0: Riders Radio Theater modestly presents three mangy coyotes doing their hilarious impression of the Marx Brothers. It's time to saddle up and ride the airwaves once again with America's favorite cowboys, Riders in the Sky. Two Slim, the man of Benny Would Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers, and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. This is Texas Big Spender, invite you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodlin' adventure. Riding
1: rope and wrangle
2: the tune, we're gonna hoop and holler and holler at the moon. But the red and buckaroo, the room. there's a place around the fire for you. With riders in
1: the sky, so come on and let's
3: ride.
0: And now, with the two thousand seven hundred and forty-fourth performance of their career, here are Riders in the Sky.
1: Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes. Riders in the Sky, America's favorite cowboys. Glad to be back at the Emory Theater in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. Over there is Texas Bix Bender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks over border radio. And we are Too Slim, Ranger Doug, Woody Paul, and our orchestra under the direction of Joey, the Cow Polka King. Lay face down in the desert sand, clutching a Sink's gun in his hand. Shot from behind, I thought he was dead. For under his heart was an ounce of lead, but a Stark still burned, so I used my knife. Late that night, I saved the life of Ringo. 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 I nursed him till the danger passed. The days went by, he mended fast. Then from dawn to setting sun, he practiced with that deadly gun. And hour on hour, I watched in awe, no human hand could match the draw. Ringo, 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 Ringo. One day, we rode the mountain crest. I went east, and he went west. Took to law and wore a star while he spread terror near and far. With lead and blood, he gained such fame all through the West. They feared the name of Ringo, Ringo. 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 I knew one day I'd face the test which one of us would be the best. Sure enough, the word came down that he was holed up in the town. I left the posse in the street. I went in alone to meet Ringo, 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 Ringo. They said my speed was next to none, but my lightning draw had just begun when I heard a blast that stung my wrist. The gun went flying from my fist, and I was looking down the bore of the deadly 44 of Ringo. They said that this was the only time that anyone had seen him smile. He slowly lowered his gun and then he said to me, we're even friend and so at last I understood there was still a spark of good in Ringo. Ringo, Ringo, Ringo. I blocked the path of his retreat, turned and stepped into the street dozen guns spit fire and lead A moment later he lay dead The town began to shout and cheer And nowhere was there shed a tear For Ringo, Ringo, Ringo,
3: Ringo.
1: The story spread throughout the land That I had beaten Ringo's hand And it was just the years they say That made me put my guns away, but on his grave they can't explain the tarnished star above the name of Ringo, 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 Ringo. Ringo.
0: to send a great big Western howdy to our station of the week, KLCC in Eugene, Oregon. Hi, Eugene. And now here's the king of the cowboy fiddlers with a little of the ongoing saga of the Cliffhanger Waltz, party 11. Well, there you have it. And now it's time for the popular feature, guest time. Here's Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. Right you are, Texas Bix Bender, the best
1: friend of Rhode Island Red ever had. And Woody Paul, who will grace our show tonight?
0: Well, wow, Ranger Doug, we have a wonderful
4: cowgirl singer and yodeler here tonight. She's from out Fort Worth Way and performs great Western music on the Do It Yourself label. <laughs> Please make welcome, Trudy Fair. Trudy. Well, oh, thank you, boys. Thank you very kindly.
1: We have wanted to get Trudy on Rider's Radio Theater for a long, long time. We've admired her forever.
4: Thank you, sir. I'm proud to be here this evening. Let's ride up that Santa Fe trail.
3: Santa Fe Trail. Yes.
2: Thank you. Uh, fresh voice from the playroom. Boy, Judy, it's great to finally get you on our show.
4: Thanks to Slim, you know I'm a big fan of your show. Oh, really? Uh, no, actually I've never heard it, but that's what it says in the script here. Oh, right. I tell you.
2: What else does it say in the script there, <laughs> Rudy?
4: <laughs> well, what else it says is, you know what really might work on this show. Oh, no, no, what? what? <laughs> Interactive radio. Interactive
2: interactive radio? radio?
4: Yeah. Interactive media is the wave of the future. Well, how does it work? Well, the audience gets to make the choices. You see, they get to determine what direction a story will take.
2: Wow, we could use some of that around here.
4: Darn right. It's easy, too. See, you just wire the theater so that everybody has three little buttons, And then when
2: you get to a crucial point, they vote. Wow, but then you could still do what the script said. I mean, who would know, right?
4: Well, that would be the easy way to Slim, but it wouldn't be the Trudy Fair way. Gotcha. (laughs) You see, the audience is always right. You must do what they say. It's called artistic integrity.
2: That doesn't usually slow us down much around here, Trudy.
1: No, it sure doesn't. But say, fellas, let's work on it and give it a try a little later on. Great
2: idea, Ranger Doug.
1: Folks, another big hand for cowgirl singer and interactive media proselytizer, Trudy Fair.
0: That is Radio Theater Theatres a Mammoth Radio Pictures production in association with WBXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay with us, Santa Claus. We'll be right back. Here's a little of the number 11 song on the national big band, Polka Countdown. To each his own, Polka. Buggeries and Buggerettes, you're oh, listening to Riders Radio Theater. Yeah. And now, Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode 11 of the exciting Western melodrama, The Lost Suburb of Gold. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, in a deep cavern high up Meatloaf Mountain, riders in the sky believe they found the entrance to the legendary Lost Suburb of Gold. But it is covered by tons of fallen rock. Remove the rock. The riders rode into town to get a D10 caterpillar. While doing this, they learned that Slocum, using an alleged Spanish land grant, was trying to take over the valley.
1: We'll have to split up, fellas. Too Slim and Woody, go get the Caterpillar, while Sidemeek and I go into town and see what this Spanish land grant is all about.
2: No okay, hey, Ranger, Ranger Doug. I'm with you.
0: Meanwhile, High Sheriff Drywall was launching his own investigation into the authenticity of Slocum's Spanish land grant. In a fit of inane inspiration, he had a royal idea. I know who'd know if this is real or not. I'm going to call the king of Spain. And he did, and the king actually answered the phone and said,
1: I'll get back to you.
5: Oh,
0: the king's going to call me back. I gotta stay right by this phone day or night. And now, episode 11 entitled The Atomic Dud. It's just past noon when Major uh, Doug inside me arrive uh, at the Dry Gulch Saloon in Tumbleweed ooh, City. Whoa, turbo. Stop, whoa.
5: Senator. Ooh. Stop it, I think. Senator, stop. Will in
0: you stop your office. mule side
6: well, me? I'm doing what I can.
0: <laughs> in the back office of the Dry Gulch Saloon, Slocum is busy gloating.
5: My mule ran over Texas Fix's next line. Let's watch that. <laughs> now, where was I?
1: Slocum. You were out of the picture. Slocum. You were out of the picture, Saibet, and Slocum's in his office gloating.
5: <laughs> After all these years, Charlie, this valley is finally gonna be mine. Right. Just goes to show you, Charlie, the most important rule in life is never give up. And you know why? I give up. Why? Because I'll oh, never mind. See who that is. Okay. Oh, it's you.
6: Well? Well, what? Who was it? Oh, it was Ranger Duggan, that old geezer.
5: Oh, and all I asked you to do was see who it is.
6: Right. Hey, you want me to see who that is?
5: You know what, Charlie? I bet that's Ranger Doug and the geezer. Open the door and let him in, you idiot.
6: Well, all right. Come on in.
5: What's the idea of closing the door in our face? (laughs) What can I do for you, boys?
1: Slocum, what's the idea of closing the door in our face?
5: what (laughs) (laughs) What can I do? I got an idiot working for me you know what it's like to have an idiot working for you?
1: Oh, boy, do I. <laughs> Slocum, Slocum, why are you and I the only characters in this show whose IQs are larger than our belt size? I don't
5: know. When this is all over, we're going to the Norwood quality, and I'm buying you a little king, pal. <laughs> I'll
1: match you idiot story for idiot story anytime, Slocum. But anyway, what's this? I hear about you having a Spanish land grant that gives you ownership of Tumbleweed Valley anyhow. Well,
5: I uh, hear it is. Read it and weep.
1: <laughs>
5: uh-huh. Is it the real McCoy?
1: It certainly appears to be.
5: And as you can see, it deeds the entire valley and all that's in it to my ancestor, and that makes it mine.
1: Well, it looks like you have us over a barrel all right, Slocum. <laughs> if this document is bona fide by all rights, this valley is yours. I'm
5: glad you see things my way.
1: Tell me this, Sockham. What do you you take for it? What? What would you sell this document for?
5: Well, I'd really like to own this valley and throw everybody, including you, out. (laughs) But business is business. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll sell it for $200 million in cash. Oh, how about in gold? Yeah, you idiot.
6: Where are you going to get that much in gold? <laughs> well,
5: we know where to get it. Well, because there's a oh, lot wait a minute. Hold pool. it.
1: Side meat, no need to go into that now. If you can get
5: that much in gold, sure, I'll sell it. Good. Come on, side meat. We've got some supplies
1: to get. Let's go.
5: Mo, oh, all right. I could use some fresh air. Oh. <laughs> Charlie, if those corn dog cowboys have $200 million in gold stashed somewhere, I don't want to sell my land grant to them.
6: I thought you just said you did. No,
5: Charlie, I want to keep my land-grant and steal their gold. (laughs) All right. (laughs) After they get their supplies, you follow them wherever they go. Uh Here, take this saddle horn cellular phone. You see anything that looks like gold, call me. Got it? Got it. Oh wait a minute! Uh, sometimes you get overheard on these things. We better yeah. use code names. Let's see. You be uh, the King of Spain. <laughs> King of Spain. <laughs> I'll be uh, drywall. <laughs> Got to confuse any eavesdroppers. <laughs> oh yeah, on your way out, pick up that package uh, by the door over there.
6: Yeah, what's in it? It's a
5: disguise. You might need it later. And if you do, call me, and I'll tell you how to use it. <laughs> okay. I said okay, boss. Yeah, well, the accordion player is snoozing over there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: While all this is going on in Tumbleweed City...
5: I work with idiots, I tell you. Out
0: at Port Wiley, an already bizarre situation is about to get even stranger. Enter, enter, come on in.
2: Sir, we just got an urgent dispatch from Washington.
6: Yeah, must be a reply to the communique I sent him yesterday requesting the FBI investigation into missing strawberries, eh?
2: No, sir. What does it say? No, sir. It says they sent an atomic bomb here for an underground test back in 1972, but it was a dud. So they boarded up the test site and left it, and now we're ordered to recover it and send it to Rocky Flats for disposal.
6: We must move at once. Yeah. I, I can't have any delay here to mar my record.
2: Yes, sir. Should I have the accordion player wake up and sound boots and saddles?
6: Of course not. Let him sleep. We're in the Navy now. Prepare a longboat for
2: immediate departure. A longboat? Sir, I know we're in the Navy, but the old nuclear testing facility is at the base of Meatloaf Mountain. There's not one drop of water between here and there.
6: Mr. O2, the Navy travels by boat, regardless of the land of the seascape.
2: But, sir, we'll be crossing rocky, hard, scrabble, badlands.
6: I know it won't be easy, O2. I kid you not, but we have to do it. I won't have it go on my record that I, an admiral in the Navy, violated travel procedures. Now, go get that longboat boat ship-shape and properly stocked and ready to go and uh, notify Ensign Viper that the accordion player uh, and tell him we will be leaving in one hour.
2: Oh, aye, aye, sir.
0: One hour later, as the afternoon sun beats down, the sailors from Fort Wiley are hard at work rowing their way across the hard scrabble Badlands. Actually, Seaman First Class O2 is the only one rowing. Admiral Rumproach, reminiscent of Washington crossing the Delaware, is standing in the prow of the boat, his hand pointing towards the horizon. Instant Viper is manning the tiller, and the accordion player is, well, as you can hear, playing the accordion.
2: Gee, Admiral, sir, I just had a great idea. There's a lot of loose rock on the side of Mount Molar over there. Wouldn't it be great if a little rock or something was to somehow start rolling down from the top up there and start a landslide?
6: Yeah, heavens 0 two, have you taking leave of your senses? A landslide for that mountain would roar across this plain, crush us,
2: and bury us under tons of rock. I kid you not. Oh, no, sir. Not if we played our cards right. You see, in a landslide, there's a little-known phenomenon, the tortellini line of force, you know, like surfers use to ride a wave. If we catch it just right, we could ride that landslide all the way across this plain. Admiral, man, I think O2 ate some moldy bread or something. (laughs) Oh, no, sir. I always scrape the mold off.
6: O2? I've never heard of such a crock. Pull on those oars and hold your tongue.
2: Aye, aye, sir. Man, this is hard work.
0: High above the hard-scrabble badlands at a cozy campsite on the very peak of Mount Molar, a lovely young woman with braided hair, Trudy Fair is enjoying the spectacular view.
4: Oh, it sure is great getting away from the hustle and bustle of my busy singing career and my part-time job as a...
0: Faithful listeners, we now introduce at Miss Trudy Fair's insistence an interactive segment of our melodrama. In her part-time job, Trudy Fair is A, a podiatrist, a foot doctor, an orthodontist, teeth straightener, a rock hound, a rock collector, someone you would expect to interact with rocks, a rock-type person. All right, audience, make your selections and press button A, B, or C. Zeno, what did the audience choose?
6: A, a podiatrist.
0: Uh, Audience, Maybe we should have a revote and you see. Uh, uh, oh, no,
4: no, 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 Texas Bix. The uh, audience has spoken.
0: Well, uh, that's
4: interactive. We have to do it.
0: Uh huh. All right, we can work with that, Joey.
4: Ah, oh, it's great getting away from my part time job as a podiatrist.
0: Suddenly, Trudy feels a sharp pain in her foot.
4: Oh, something's wrong with my foot. Let's see what it is. Let's just see what it is. It's a, it's a rock in my shoe. Hmm, I wonder what I should do with it.
0: <clears throat> well, audience, it seems you have a chance once again to do the right thing. <laughs> should Trudy A, eat the rock, B, mail it to the King of Spain, or C, toss it off the mountain where it might start a landslide and let us get on with the story? Now, before you make this selection, please give what I've said some very careful thought. Zeno, what did the audience choose?
6: B. Mail it
3: to the King of Spain.
0: Trudy, uh. The Trudy.
4: audience has spoken Texas Bix.
0: Yeah, but true.
4: We have to do as they say.
0: All right, we can work with that. Joey?
4: A rock in my shoe. Hmm. I wonder what I should do with it. I know. I'll mail it to the King of Spain.
0: Uh, Trudy, could you uh, could you please just step back just a little bit? Step back? Yes. You're you're not quite on your mark at the mic, and we're not picking you up as we should.
4: Oh. Okay. Just a little bit. How's this?
0: Oh, that's pretty good. But you're you're still not quite on it. Could you just step back once more?
4: Okay. Ooh, I'm right on the edge of the mountain here.
0: That's perfect. Well, actually, could you just inch back a tiny bit more? Uh, I I don't know. You'll be all right, Just, just an inch, and I'm sure that'll do it.
4: Okay, if you're sure that'll do it. Oh, 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 oh!
0: And that did do it. Trudy Fair loses her balance, falls, lands on her fanny and begins to bounce down the mountainside. As she bounces, she dislodges several rocks which roll along with her. They in turn dislodge other rocks and soon she started a full-blown landslide.
4: Oh no, I'll be crushed.
0: Should we go to the interactive segment now?
4: No, 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 stick to the script.
0: Very well, suddenly the little known but very powerful tortellini line of force forms along the forward thrust of the landslide. And because she is in fact a part-time surfing podiatrist, Trudy Fair is able to catch the wave created by the line of force and surf down the mountainside. Whee! Excited and exhilarated by her thundering ride, her braids flying in the wind, she bursts out in song.
3: I found
0: you, really. As Trudy Fair found the sweet mystery of life, will the tortellini line of to force work for the sailors at Port Wiley? Will Slocum succeed in his big and evil plan? Well, you won't find the answers to these questions hanging around on the street corner, but you will find them right here, same time, same station next week in episode 12 of The Lost Suburb of Gold entitled, Ride, 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 The Rolling Rock. It's blow your hair back, really stoked. Al Bugger drama. you all wanna miss, and it's coming only to this. Theater of the mind. And now here again are riders in the sky: Joey the Calypso King and Rolling Rock Rider Trudy Fair.
3: I wanna ride, ride, and you're. The a little, a little, a little, a little, a little, a little, a
0: on Riders in the Sky. Two and Deal. or Riders in the Sky International Fan Club. Riders in the Sky, Post Office Box 277, White Street, Tennessee, 37189. The cast and guests of Riders Radio Theater, at the Famed Old Quality Hotel Central in Norwood, Ohio. Riders Radio Theater is written and directed by Riders in the Sky, along with yours truly, Texas Vicks Bender. Our production foreman is lovely Lisa Miles, sound effects wrangler, Professor Zeno Klinker. For WVXU, the executive producer, is JC Doc King, producer Lasso and Larry Ashcraft, coordinating producer Jeff Whistle, recording engineer Gallopin George Zahn, sound effects Honcho Winchester Jim Springfield, who appears courtesy of Harris Allied Broadcast Division. Our chief engineer is Jamboree J. Crawford, stage manager on the Mark Tipton, and sound engineer Rope and Rich Fredette. This is Texas Big Spender saying so long, Saddlebells. See you next week on Riders Radio Theater.
2: This is the VXU Radio Network.